Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Kenny, aka Weezy Baby, back again with another episode of the Friends of Flavor podcast. The podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. And it's the Weezy and Cleezy show again. Um, <laughs> I got Clay back on. We're just going to chop things up. Uh, I wanted to get him back on. Uh, for some reason, uh, when I was on night shift, I went on this big watching binge of a show called Unexplained with William Shatner. Oh, Shatner, yeah, yeah, And he, it was just mainly like UFOs and shit like that, but I also stumbled upon TikTok, which is the death of me probably. <laughs> waste of time like I thought. <laughs> but it's a bunch of conspiracy theories. And, and so I think I wanted to really get into some with you, and uh, you had a, a pretty good one about VR. But the, today's episode would probably be about leadership, self-confidence, that's going to be our growth, and then we're going to jump into conspiracy theories as well. So, tune in. Clayne and I uh, met at Crown Products, so this might carry on, or it might be uh, short and sweet, <laughs> unlike our careers at Crown Products. <laughs> so, at Crown, where did you start, like position-wise? And I started as an artist, yeah, just a production artist. Came in, really didn't expect to stay there <laughs> for any amount of time. It was the first job when I moved to Mobile. Uh-huh. Um, I just wanted something. Well, how long were you in Mobile before you actually got that job? Uh, maybe three months. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I really came to Mobile as like a vacation mm -hmm. and turned into a two weeks stay. <laughs> and I came back and stayed three months. You're like, fuck, I love the beach. Yeah. Well, I love the water. <laughs> and that was the draw that got me here. And, uh, yeah, I just never left. So I started working at Crown and then just kind of took off there and worked yeah. my way up. So eventually, you did become uh, the supervisor of the art department. Yeah. And that's kind of how I, I met you. I mean, I, I think I've seen you around. I think you were already, I can't, I don't know if I, I was there before you or not. Uh, if I was, I probably didn't didn't know anything or what was going on. <laughs> right, around. Yeah. When I got hired there, I was straight out of high school. So Yeah. What and how did you get thrown into that leadership role? Well, I guess one, how did you get thrown into it or how did you get recommended for that? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I had done a pretty good job and I got, I guess I got noticed that I was doing a lot of work mostly. I learned a lot of things and I was just approached that mm -hmm. the guy that was in the position at the time wasn't working out, but I'd be interested and it kind of went from there. Ah, okay. The, the previous guy left and you got thrown into it. Did you... Did you ever have any like self-doubt in yourself that you weren't qualified or just that you wouldn't be able to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, you kind of get thrown into these situations and you obviously think, oh, I got this. Yeah. And then you get into it and you're like, I didn't think about these things. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff that happens that you don't expect. And yeah, I mean, I, I doubted myself a lot. 
dude. I mean, still a dude. I mean, I think it's just human nature to kind of have that. And that, not that, and not to mention like not even skills wise, you're just kind of well, shit. Now I'm in charge of X amount of people. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Was like that was one of the things that <clears throat> drove me nuts. There. I mean, it worked for some people. It it, it worked for me. It worked. Yeah, for my career. But they took people that were really good at their job and put them in leadership roles mm-hmm. with really no supporting leadership. Uh, so you like you had to you just learn. Right. It's kind you, of you made a ton of mistakes. Right. And, you know, you just it it was a hard transition. It was always just trial by fire. <laughs> yeah. And it was learn something new every day yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you get into you think I can do this job well. Like I I knew how to do every bar, part of the job. Right. But then when you get into, you know, seven people that you also got to like manage and, and deal with and deal with their problems, like that's not the job that I was doing well at, right? <laughs> yeah. I was doing well at putting our yeah. heart on a template and sending it to a customer. Yeah. This sometimes it's like before you get thrown into that, you're just so used to being uh, the worker and there's like X, yeah. Y, and Z. But now there's like X, Y, Y A Y B Z Z A Z B. It's you know? endless. It's endless. Did you ever feel like like you took on too much? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I kept asking for more, and I still do the same thing. It's just really? my nature. It didn't. I mean, it didn't ever scare you off. No. No. Okay. Part of me is just kind of like, I mean, the reasons I ask you all these things because, like I said, I was, I might, I may be getting into something like that myself. It's just like, once you get there, there's, there's no turning back, especially in the right. world. It's like, yeah. hey, we gave you this pay bump. We can't take it back. Right. So you're either going to, you know, it's either yeah, sink or swim, but Yeah, right. Yeah. And by then they've replaced you and you're in your, your own position. And it's like, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. Stay here. I think part of me too is just like, I don't know if you're this way, but in a way you're, you're always like a people pleaser. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you always want to... Even though you say you, you don't care what people think, like you always want people to like you more or less, you know? And uh, I think part of me would struggle in that aspect of if I'm leading seven people or eight people and, you know, Tim doesn't like me because I made him work extra hours or right. something like that, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to break away from, hey, I'm kind of your boss, but I'm also trying to be your peer at the same time. Right. It's a hard balance, but I think respect is the main thing. Like, I don't focus as much on whether people like me or not, mm-hmm. but as long as there's respect, there's like open communication. That's the big thing to me. Mm-hmm. Like as long as I'm communicating to you and you understand what's going on, you may not like it and yeah. you can talk through that, but you don't have to like me. I don't have to like you. There, there can be a mutual, like we work together. And as long as we get it done. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, th- I mean, under under working you, I mean, I, I think I understood that, and I think the, the reason why, I think the, the key word you did say was respect, and like I, I did respect you in that aspect of you actually, you know, you knew what you were doing. Right. It's not like you, you said earlier, like you got thrown into that position, and it was you didn't really have no leadership to help you. Right. So it was kind of like trial by fire, but I think following you is like you. I respected you because you you gave that leadership and you knew what you were talking about to actually guide me through right. you know whatever I was going through. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think I think that's what works with you know the guys I work with now is the reason I trust them is because they're not just going to let me you know sink. You know? Right. But I mean, eventually they're going to hope that you find your own way and do swim on your own. So I think that's the whole idea of it. Even though I'm kind of scared or skeptical yeah, yeah. to take on something yeah. new, it's just something I'm not used to. You know. Right. Yeah. If you got a good group around you. You got to just talk to them, you know, that's the biggest thing is just go to them for advice, go to them for help. If, if they're supportive, then, you know, they'll help guide you. You don't want them to do the job, you know, they don't yeah. have to hold your hand, but yeah, it, it'll, it'll create a, a lot of respect. I think one thing about you too, that I, I respected and um, appreciated was no matter what kind of fire you went through, you you always have this monotone tone that's kind of like you're very chill like you can be super mad but you're just like you know it's just like you're not yeah. you're mad but you're not mad you don't yeah. your tone is everything right so right. Like, you can just say a simple <laughs> sentence like hey can you do this for me and you know depending on how your tone is you can seem you know demanding or you can seem like you're right. just asking you know yeah when that's too, like, comes down to just consistency of who you are. Like, if you see me as an asshole 90% of the time, that 10% that I'm trying to be cool, you still think I'm an asshole. Yeah. You know? So, like, if, if I tried to approach everything, like, even with my kid, like, everything. It's just, like, not to be set in my way, you know, be open-minded and just communicate clearly and not not be on the defensive or be on the attack just listen and open communicate just here's here's what's going on and when i asked you to do the podcast earlier you, you said that you know throwing in the kids would be a good part of the growth thing so going into that do you think those leadership qualities and everything like it it's helping you i guess be a good father and just like you're teaching your kids and landed these traits and stuff like that. I've definitely picked up things along the way that I feel like if, if I can speed up their learning of that, then I'll help them. You know, like it took me 35 years to learn this, but if I can instill it in you yeah. at 15 or 10 or, you know, whatever the age is, it's sooner. Oh, you're like, going to, you're going to learn that. I'll give you this advice now. Like my kid's 16 or no, he's 17. Thing. he's going to be a senior next year yeah. but um, <laughs> you can try to teach them anything you want right. and it's you're teaching them based off of uh, experience right so you've gone through all these things and you went through a certain situation you're like hey this is what you need to start learning to do so you won't be you know kind of like where I'm at now if you want because you always want better for your kid yeah, yeah, yeah. but your kids once they get older they're just going to like yeah. screw you old man what right. do you need to know I'm just yeah, going to learn right. myself yeah and I totally, every dad has told me that. Yeah. Like every dad that has older kids is like, dude, from 13 to, it might be 17, it might be 30, but from about 13 on, there's going to be a, a point where that kid thinks you're an asshole and an yeah. idiot. And there's just no way around it. Yeah. I'm no not, way. it's like, I'm not sitting here just to like <laughs> lecture you. I'm just like, I genuinely want better for you. Right. So I'm here trying to guide you by experience. Yeah. 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 I mean, <clears throat> I'll do my best. And my <laughs> approach would just That's be how like, I am. Yeah. yeah. My approach would just be like, <clears throat> here's my experience, you know, do what you want, but here's what I've done and seen and 
take it for what it is. Yeah. You know, it's all about all you can do. So after your career at Crown, I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm not going to say you didn't have a choice. I mean, you could have easily went and worked for probably any other, you know, production company. Um, what made you take that, you know, leap of faith or, you know, risk of opening up High Five and, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I would probably asked you this before, but, you know, like, what, well, I mean, what made you decide to do that? It's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. You know, I was partnered previously in another business that at the time I was at Crown with my ex-wife, and, you know, we, I didn't do anything with that business. Right. But I always wanted, that was the end goal, was to be, have my own business. Right. And so, about the time that we were separating is when I was let go from crown and it just like the universe is speaking. Yeah. It was like, dude, there's, there's no other excuse, right? You don't have a job that you can blame and say, well, I make too much money or I can't leave or insurance. You know, there's no excuse anymore there. There's nobody (laughs) else to tell me I can't do it. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, been lucky enough to get a good sum of money from retirement yeah. and I just took that and invested it in, into high five. Yeah, that's smart. Like, I mean, it's either, I knew it was either sink or swim. The, the money I had wasn't enough to live off the rest of my life. It was a nice little cushion. It was a great start. Would it have grown like any financial advisor would scream at me? <laughs> Other, I mean, I did go to financial advisors and, and they're yeah. like, invest. If you're investing in your business, Obviously, you're going to get more in return. Put the money into it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. You know, everything that had been preventing me, whether it truly was preventing me or I just used it as an excuse, you know, everything was moved out of the way. So, right. it's like, all right, here we go. And from the, uh, the multiple episodes that we've done, I think we always go back to the talk of energy being a big thing. And yeah. I guess... Uh, like I said, everything was kind of lining up to more or less guide you down this path. I mean, I'm pretty sure just listening to you talk about it, like, you believe in that, right? Like, yeah. everything just was set up perfect to where you're like, like, what else am I going to do? Like, this is it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely believe there's some power, right? Like, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely something greater than me at work. It's one of those, uh, everything happens for a reason type deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool, man. Well, I'm definitely proud of you for yeah, I appreciate bringing it. all this and doing all this. And yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a challenge every day. It's scary as shit, you know? But. Yeah. One question I do have is, like, this is your own business. You're proud of it. It's great. But do you, like, do you consider this, like, your purpose? Like, that's, like, one thing I'm kind of big on right now is, like, finding purpose. No, I don't think it's my purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think it might be, like, a stepping stone, you know, to that. Or it might be what finances that mm-hmm. or what builds to that next step. Now, I mean, for me, it's what I know. I feel like I'm really good at it. I had all the connections. I got a lot of connections. Mm-hmm. You know, just being in the industry... And it's just, it's what I know. Business-wise, it's what I know. Skill it's kind of just a, uh, another tool in finding your purpose. Yeah, well, I think if I can, if I can 
financially support myself and be a, like answer to myself, mm-hmm. then I can find my purpose. But if I'm working 10, 12, yeah. 15 hour days for, for somebody else. else, how do you find your purpose? Like your purpose now is just to be on vacation and get yeah. away from that place. Exactly. You know? No, I love that vibe. That's uh, definitely what I'm, I'm striving for myself too. Yeah. Yeah, peace. Um, peace is like my per- like, That's what I'm looking <laughs> yeah, for. Literally, you just like for. put me on thirty acres by myself <laughs> in my camper, and I'm good. Yeah. Hey, that, that's all I got for the the growth section. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll just we'll just jump straight into conspiracy theories. And uh, so when I brought this topic up, you're like, well, uh, look into you know VR and the whole simulation theory. I did some research on it too, but uh, if you want, can you explain it to me and you know our listeners of what the simulation theory is? Well, I mean, all right. So I don't, I won't say nothing. I say here's a fact. Right? Yeah. So this is all like the very basic understanding that I've gotten of. There's multiple theories out there. Well, but basically, it comes yeah. down to like nothing's real. Exactly. You know, it's just a simulation. Basically, you're in a video game being controlled by something else. And then it spirals from there of like, what is the something else that's controlling you? Where's it at? Who is it? All that, you know. Yeah, because even when I did, I mean, I probably watched two, maybe three videos on YouTube about the, the explanation of what it is. And uh, but, and you brought it up to where like, you've been, you said you've been doing a lot of VR lately. Right. and that's what's been making you definitely believe into uh, the simulation theory. <laughs> right. so, so why why is that? Like, why is VR making you believe it more now than ever? Because the the controls that you have in VR and then, like, how real it can feel feels real. Like, it, it and you're doing stuff in, in a different kind of realm, you know? It's like, what what is on that other side and it's just weird it's yeah. just weird to think hey i with these little sticks in my hand and this thing on my face i can contr- be in a different world and control things well one thing i did was like so, so i got some pinpoints too so because everything's like a perspective thing right like who's who's to say that us as human beings is the only perspective of said life you know like there's so many different perspectives like we could just be you know in the perspective of you know an animal or some other being or you know right something like that you know yeah yeah we we know nothing yep (laughs) we know nothing exactly we we don't even know what is on our planet much less outside of our planet Mm. you know we find new species every year constantly finding new species having you know having discovered half the ocean more than half yeah. So the idea, the idea of simulation to me became my past. More or less, we're not real. Someone, some other high being is controlling us. We're almost like a video game, like right. me, right. you, like we're this avatar of yeah, basically Sims. Yeah, but if, basically yeah. Sim, yeah, real life Sims, right. and someone else is supposedly controlling us, or like we're part of some greater being's simulation. Like the whole, the whole world is. Like someone's, you know, create a level right. or whatever, you know, yeah. right? Which totally could be true. Yeah, I don't say. I'm not saying I believe it is true. No, it's it's an interesting that theory. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think 
think anything's possible. Right. Right. I, I don't think it's hard for me to say religion wise, faith wise, like, is it, what is it? What's, yeah. what is really out there? Is it nothing? It's got to be something. Well, Elon Musk was uh, one of the biggest, big proponents of, you know, the simulation theory from what I read too. You know, did you ever watch um, Ready Player One? Uh, I don't think so. I've heard of it though. So, so it's a movie, and it's exactly like if you if you go watch it, like do do homework and watch that, and once you watch it, you're like, that's really that's that's fucking I'll simulation. Just, you know, I think maybe Joe Rogan talked about it or something. Yeah, because I think it came out. I think the book came out in like 2011. And the movie itself came in, I think, 2018. And it's just this kid living in, I think they said it in 2045 or something like that. Mm. And it was him playing a VR. He had this whole VR suit where he can actually feel what was happening in this virtual world. And uh, it, that's what it made me think of was just like, that's where it's going now. Right. Well, they're working doing... on that technology where you'll be able to feel things and pick, like, it'll feel like you picked something up and you really didn't. Yeah. And so it's about this kid who enters this contest to find this guy's, like he put an Easter egg in this game. So everyone's playing this game to get this Easter egg to, I think it was like to be the owner, the new owner of it. And uh, it was, the, the creator was like a Steve Jobs type of guy and he mm. passed away and he left all these clues for them mm. to find out. Okay. And, but no, it's, it turns out, you know, he, he meets all these friends and he meets all these friends in real life eventually to try to stop this bad guy. And uh, it's funny because, you know, it's one of those things, you don't know who you're really talking to. So he, he meets these people and they're like this eight-year-old kid and <laughs> this girl. And it was, it, it was just, it really set the tone of like, once you watch that, you're like, oh, it's a great movie. But then now you think of the way the world's going now. You're like, that's probably fucking right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's it's very entertaining. And part of me, too, is uh, something that does kind of make me feel like simulation is kind of a real thing. And where we're headed is that. Is that uh, just people selling like virtual land and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's wild. Wow. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Well, no, like, do you, you ever listen to Duncan Trussell? Uh, I know who he is, but I haven't listened to his podcast. Well, so, like, that's the kind of stuff that I'm nerd out on. Yeah. It's like his type of thinking. He was a he was a comedian, right? He is a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a. Because him and I think him and Joe Rogan were kind of. Yeah, they're, they're good buddies. Yeah, yeah. They do podcasts together and stuff. I don't know. Just listening to him, he's the way he puts things into perspective makes you think like it makes me think anything's possible so when you talk about like the vr you know that world and the technology is going in that direction where things are going to get more and more real and then at what point is it in its own like at what point is it in its own world yeah and then it's in control you know and then he's like who's to say it's not already happening yeah and, and maybe we're in that world yeah you know it's well, I mean, it, start, it all starts to me with like, you know, Bitcoin, digital currency yeah. became really big. Now they're doing like whole NFTs and like there's, you know, the way kids are now, they're all about video games and stuff like that. Like there's literally artists performing concerts digitally, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. like, hey, uh, 
Ariana Grande is doing this concert on freaking Fortnite at you know 7 p.m. Everyone get online. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you have all these virtual kids just like lined up with their yeah. avatars to watch, you know, her sing. And you don't. I like. It could be recording. You don't know. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm sure it must be. Yeah, it's a wild world, it, and it's like the part of it's scary to think the way it could go. You know, like all the scary things that could happen. But then part of it's like, I don't, I think it's beyond our control now, you know? So that's one of Duncan Trussell's things. It's like, hasn't it already kind of happened? Because we can't go back now. Yeah. You can't take this technology away. Exactly. So it's already already been introduced to it. It's kind of already happened. It's like like a race. You can't can't take it back unless you get fired. (laughs) You're going to take it all back or you're going to keep it. Exactly. So that kind of ties into another conspiracy theory that I recently found on TikTok. Uh, is I don't know if you've heard it, but we're all dead. Well, no, I'm not really. I haven't heard that one specifically. So the conspiracy is that we all died in 2012, and that's the year that the Aztecs. Okay. Yeah. That well, everyone yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you like nerd thing. Um, in the Marvel Universe, you know, like the Infinity War and stuff like that, Thanos snaps his fingers and everyone dies. So that's the idea is everyone died in 2012 in a blink of eye and you didn't know it. And so when you die, there's certain things that happen. So you die, your whole life flashes before your eyes. And they say that your brain actually survives seven minutes after death. So in that seven minutes, you know, your your brain is recreating all these memories of your life. But the idea is time is time is uh what time is relevant or whatever it is. Yeah, it? right. So like seven minutes after death can feel like a hundred years. Well there's you know? no minutes, right? Because yeah, time isn't even real. Yeah, time isn't even real. So the idea is everyone died and we're all um just trying to create these memories together and that's how like the Mandela effect comes into play Mm. right and you know what that is right yeah yeah it's where everyone just remembers certain things like the whole Bernstein Bears type deal and uh that's that's the idea of everyone's dead that's when I heard that I was like it's crazy to think about but you're like how do you even come up with shit like this right this is my thing I've heard I've heard variations of death being part of it now we're like there's one called like Thursdayism or some shit like that where they believe you die every Thursday and you're reborn every Thursday or something. It's like <laughs> you're you wake up on Thursday and you're programmed with all the memories of your entire life, right? So you don't know that you just woke up. You just wake up with all these pre-programmed memories. Who's to say our memories are real or fake? We don't know. They're just stored somewhere in our head. Yeah. So you wake up you live from Thursday and I think Thursday in that life and then you go to sleep, wake up Thursday again, but it's a whole different life. To me, it just sounds like uh, I hate my job and I'm ready for the weekend. <laughs> right. just reset yeah. on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, That was one that I heard recently. There's a ton of them. But I mean, can, can you think of, can you imagine that? As, like, like, to me, like, conspiracy theories are wild and like, like you said, like it's not necessarily I like believe in them, right? But I also kind of I'm not 
at a point where I just think everyone, everyone or everything is completely off the rails. It's, it's kind of one of those things you're wrong until you're not, right. you know? And then when you're not, you're like, I fucking told you. <laughs> right. We yeah. were dead the whole time. You're, we're all zombies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did we ever find out what's going on really? Who knows? No. Yeah. Who knows? Well, all we know now is that we die. Yeah. We, we cease to exist is who we are sitting here today. Yeah. And we're just, uh, we're Avatar. Yeah. Uh, so the other minus serious life conspiracy theories, uh, the other one was kind of fun. I didn't, I didn't want to get into like too many like serious slash political ones because, I mean, of course, there's the whole, like, especially with COVID and stuff, you know, COVID. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, 5G and all that stuff. I didn't, I didn't want to get into all that. Uh, of course, we have flat earthers. There's oh man, <laughs> that's the one that I can't understand. Me neither. I can't get it. I don't. I don't understand. Like I've tried to because I really want to think anything's possible. Yeah. But I'm like, there's way too much evidence that says it's not. Yeah. It's I, not. Yeah. Go. Go. And it's not look, look at all the space pictures. It's right. around. How do you, you know, explain yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the the other one I got into was uh, also found on TikTok. It was a trap. One TikTok trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten. I have not fallen in the trap yet. As as many as good things that you can find on TikTok, there's so many bad and stupid things on there. Right. Um, it's just a bunch of people trying to be famous. Um, yeah. But there's also a lot of useful information on there too. Um, well, I definitely have seen some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, picked out. And um, I think it's really good for. Building your social media. So yeah. That's the main reason I would say do that. But, uh, but the other thing I found was uh, this whole idea of rappers being cloned. Mm. <laughs> and so, like, rappers like uh, um, Eminem was one of them, uh, Kodak Black, Gucci Mane. Um, Gucci. Yeah. So, the Eminem one was just like uh, the reason people thought he was is because, you know, he started off with Slim Shady and all that. And then I think after, I think they said, uh, what did they say? They said in 2006, it's rumored that he died from drug overdose and his manager worked with Illuminati to keep his bones to make a clone of him. Wow. Uh, but, but people also think he's a robot because there's, I think there was like one, one time he was on MTV or something and he just looked like he was just like staring dead in this camera and just like, Blanked out or something. Like he was a pillhead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was That's what I was saying. He was. He, he probably was. was. Um, yeah, he's been sober for what, like seventeen or fourteen? I don't, I don't it's, know. It's been a long time. Well, because he made that what that recovery album, and I mm. think that's when he started coming back or changing. And I think it was just like his appearance change, and like you know, he went from doing blonde to the dark hair, yeah. and now he's. Nice he's got his all, yeah, his beard and everything, and uh, his lyrics have definitely changed from what he was. Which I mean, he couldn't get away today with the lyrics that he came out with. There's no, no way, no way, he, he couldn't get away. He'd be canceled yeah, immediately. He'd be canceled a hundred percent. You can go back and listen to some of the stuff he just said about you know other celebrities, and you're just like, wow, they're, right. we're letting our kids listen to this, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's the same thing with wrestling, you know. Like wrestling back in the day was so bad. Now there's everything is so PG. Yeah, you get canceled for everything. Yeah, the cancel culture is kind of crappy. Yeah, and uh, so with, with Gucci Mane and um, uh, 
Kodak Black, and it's just like they they got locked up in prison, and most of, most of the ones are just rappers getting locked up, supposedly, and then the government just either cloning them or replacing them with someone else. Uh, so I think Gucci Mane, there's a rumor or conspiracy that he is another rapper named Hobson, and uh, Hobson did something wrong and. The government came to him like, "Hey, uh, we don't like what you're doing to the the rap community. You're spreading too much uh, knowledge or truth, I guess. So you got to make it up to us." And he said that he got abducted, and they're like, "Well, here's what you have to do." And it was a Gucci Mane bodysuit, and he's like, "No, I can't do that." <laughs> but they're like, "Well, they're like face. We did facial recognitions, and your face matches his face, and." But I mean, you I mean you know who Gucci Mane is, right? No, yeah, so yeah. when he went into when he when he got locked up, he was a big guy. Yeah, and yeah. then he comes out and he's a okay. completely different person. You know? do in prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's my thing. With with half of these conspiracy theories, you're like, uh, especially with this one, it's just like, Well, I don't think he I think he's a clone because he looks completely different now. I'm like, Well, if he went to jail, what do you think he's gonna do? Like right. he lost a, a shitload of weight. You know, he he grew a beard, so yeah. what? Yeah, I think he did. Wouldn't he drink in a ton of lean as well? Yeah, that puts a ton of weight on him. And so, and I think one of the things was like they took a picture of his like one of his tattoos on his neck, and when he got out of prison, it it looked different. I'm like, well, yeah, when you start from a big guy right. and you lose weight, that right. skin, you know, the, it's, it's going to change, right. yeah. especially on your neck. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, some of it's hilarious to entertain right and some of us you're like are you guys just not thinking yeah. about this uh, i would say that's possible <laughs> not likely at all yeah not likely at all i mean the, if the government's at that level they're just going to make people disappear like, right. they don't care if you exist or not exactly they're not going to clone you and go through all that it's like gucci man well with the m&m thing it was like they said they they, they kept him alive just so they can you know just make, make keep just, making money off yeah, of yeah. him He's definitely brought in a lot of money for people. Oh yeah, a lot. But I, like something like that, especially with Eminem, or since he's to me, he's a uh, probably one of the bigger names. Is like, don't you think someone would know something like, especially with all the people around him? Like he's he's been so close to like Dr. Dre and right. and Fifty Cent and stuff like that. Don't you think if your best friend or somebody got abducted or died, your friends would know? And just they'd be like, yeah. Eminem's life though anybody's life like that they're going to change drastically like the stuff that he's been through yeah he's not cloned yeah exactly (laughs) he's just a different person than he was at whatever age he was that's a a stupid thing about this theory too and it kind of ties into life is just like uh, you're so used to a person being one way that when they grow or change themselves to better themselves you're like well, what the fuck? You're not the same person. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not who you are. Yeah. Go back to popping pills and <laughs> right. making com- you know, yeah. comedic jokes and rap lyrics. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely stages I, in my life I can pick where I'm like, I'm not that person at all Yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know, and anybody that was around me then, if they hadn't seen me since, would think I'm a completely different person. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, when, when I got reconnected with you, I'm like, dude, you look completely different than... You're like, well, yeah, I also don't drink no more. Right. Like, oh, dang. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, I, I didn't have a drink since 
guess the first the first week of May. So I'm gonna finish out this week, and I'll probably drink a little bit. But I actually, I think I've been doing a lot better with control because part of me just like sometimes you just drink just to drink. But now like there's certain times where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm cutting the grass. I get done cutting grass. I'm like, oh, beer would be good. Yeah. And just to sip on like little celebrations like that. But I don't think I'm at the point anymore where I'm just like, man, I got to get S face. Right. You know, like I don't like that feeling. Okay. Yeah, it definitely starts to hurt. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> the next morning. Yeah, You're like damn, it wasn't even worth it. And so I, I always think of people like that, just like back to conspiracy theories. Like, like when you you try to better yourself and then you start going around with all these old people with those habits, you're just like, well, that's that's not me no more. I, I think I, I actually think that's all I got. Um, that was. <laughs> Actually, kind of short and sweet, but it was actually pretty interesting uh, to yeah, talk right. about that. And, uh, I could talk about it still forever. <laughs> <laughs> I know Sydney gets tired of me talking. Oh, Sydney's not into conspiracy theories. She is, but is yeah, like, I think she gets tired of it after yeah. a little while. So yeah, thanks for having me back on. Yeah, yeah, thanks yeah. for coming out. Yeah, uh, this is actually the first remote episode ever. Yeah, new location. New, yeah, <laughs> new location. It might be a little. Uh, it might sound a little different, but yeah. hey, it wasn't too bad. We can do this more often. Uh, it's actually a lot quieter without my dogs. It's <laughs> always barking. Well, the kids got Fozzie back there. So. Yeah. Um, so, high five. You guys are doing, you doing anything new? You got anything coming up you like to promote? Yeah, we're just still, we're still growing, you we're know. Still, still trying to get the name out there. Trying to just grow the business and, and, and service, you know, while we grow. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, so you can check them out. Facebook, Instagram, High Five Printing. They have a website too. Was it high5.com? H5printing.com. H5printing.com. Check them out. I'm on social media, IG, uh, friends, underscore of, underscore flavor, or Weezy Baby. Also on TikToks. Uh, don't forget to leave a review on the Spotify or Apple. And... Um, I'll leave that saying, don't forget to check on your friends, but more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace. See ya.